The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light him up, light him up, light him up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. Saturday, February 4th, 2023. You're flying back from a trip. You land, you're waiting outside for your Uber, and you're looking for a little quick hitter cigar, right? Me too. You have options. What are they? How do you do it properly? We're going to about talk about that and more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Are you saying there's a possibility that I've been doing it wrong this whole time? It is. I'm sure. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 13th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Okay, we got the Hackapaloozas in the audience here today from the Cigar Hacks podcast, and they have their get-together once a year, and it's either a snowstorm or, in this case, uh, 15 below zero last night uh, for those traveling in for it. How do you like 15 below zero? This is the temperature, not the wind chill. Mm -hmm. The wind chill was... Almost 40 below. But it's warmed up now. Yeah, so we're down to zero. That's it's a dry news. cold, though. We're a, it's we're a actually, dry cold. You know, it's not, the, it's not the, the cold. It's the humidity that gets you. Is that it? Right? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, it's crazy, right? And I thought that was um, a new record for us, but it turns out just four years ago, um, it was colder than this, and I don't remember that. I don't believe it. Yeah. Um, speaking of the humidity, it makes it challenging with your windows in the shop, doesn't it, John? Oh, my God. They were frozen stiff this morning. <laughs> Just yeah. frosted I wasn't over. sure the lock was going to work. <laughs> wow. So uh, Ed Sullivan is flying to Nicaragua. Um, Tuesday. Tuesday um, via Miami. And um, so you're going to land in Miami, and then you get the plane right from there. Right from there. So maybe you want a little cigar in between. I'm, I'm planning to bring some. Planning to bring some. So uh, squeeze in between flights, waiting for an Uber, standing outside, short times that you end up having just a little quickie, right? Uh, we're going to get to that, and how do we prepare for it? I know Ed Sullivan has prepared. Uh, he is usually very prepared for it, and we'll get to that. I, I grabbed a couple boxes because there is one day before the tour where I need to smoke. Regular cigars, maybe, because yeah. it'll be warm. Well, there's also, uh, uh, Nick Perdomo will go through a, a little um, orientation where he'll say, uh, how many cigars a day do you smoke? How many cigars a day do you smoke? And hopefully he gets to you and you say <laughs> 15 so that he's not horrified by the fact that you're going to smoke 15 cigars He's going to say, that guy, Ed, that went, he just no. he took advantage of me. He just smoked I, so many cigars. Generally, it's more like eight yeah. Say 15, just yeah. so that when it's eight, yeah. it looks like you're taking it easy. It depends on the size. Speaking of Nick Perdomo, everybody can drink and yeah, cheers to Nick Perdomo. So Happy birthday. Today is his birthday. 
Happy birthday, Nick Perdomo. How old do you think he is, 50? He's a little more than that. I went to his 50th birthday party, so I know. Uh, that, that was last year? It, <laughs> it was not last year. So I would, but think, I do remember it. I, would I went to his fortieth also. I went to his fortieth birthday party and his fiftieth birthday party. He has Dick Clark, Dick Clark syndrome because he looks like he never ages. He got younger actually. Yeah. I mean, mm. Dick Clark when he was eighty yeah. still looked the same. So. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know where you were going with it. As you stumbled on the first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Dick. Yeah, dick, I dick. choked on <laughs> the Dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to light up the Sitting first cigar. To this guy too much. <laughs> what are we going to smoke here, Barry? This is awful small. Yeah, today's first cigar is a Dos Hombre Dominican Natural, which is manufactured in the Dominican Republic. It's a four and a quarter by thirty. It has a natural wrapper, Dominican binder and fillers. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, where you got a tin. That tin of ten retails for fourteen ninety nine. Why a sleeve of five tins is fifty nine ninety nine, which comes out to just a dollar twenty per cigar. That's a savings of $15 or 20% off the tin price on twoguyscigars.com. And since you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Yeah, we're the only ones that carry it. I made this cigar maybe 30 years ago uh, because the price of um, Macanoodle Ascots were getting so expensive. Astronomical. They broke the $10 mark, which, oh. by the way, they're closer to $30 for a tin now. <laughs> and um, I wanted a cigar that was less than a dollar for something to be this small. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to, to, to date, I mean, we're, we're still in the dollar range. We, I don't think we reach. It's $15 for 10 so it's fifty. Yep. So as we're putting the care package together, and I know I wanted to talk about quick hitters, this would be the one. But how could I put include this as one cigar? Mm-hmm. So uh, talking to Ed, you know, he says, well, put two or three in. And I said, just put the whole tin of ten in mm-hmm. there. Uh, so um, Nice. Yeah, so the people that get I five only, cigars got. I only got one. Th- that's all you need for now. We're going to go through a lot of different cigars. Oh, all right. But as you can look uh, at it, it is not pre-cut. It is a legitimate cigar. So we have to cut the cigar, and in honor of Nick Perdomo's birthday, it's time to cut our cigar. They're officially brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And Ed Sullivan will see that firsthand himself. I can't wait for you to come back. Um, Exciting. Each time I've ever gone, I take people with me, and I watch them in awe. And I don't get to see you in awe, but you will be in awe. All right. A little vanilla on the cold draw. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Not a sweet tip or anything like that, but a sweet taste. Natural sweetness. Like, say you had cereal, and you put the milk on it. It's a sugary cereal. And at the end, you ate all the cereal, and there's just some milk left. And there's milk with the sugar in it, and you drink the milk with the sugar in it, and that's it. It's the cereal milk. Cereal milk at the end. Yeah. Now, do you put the cereal first and then the milk, or do you yes. put the milk of, first and then no, the cereal? No, of course, the cereal first and the milk. The other way would be you'd be an animal. Um, Dave Scooter says it's a little tricky getting this little guy out of the cello, kind of like popping a zit. Yeah, yeah. I find if you, uh, you, you use your cutter, especially if you get the lotus jaws, you can go right through the plastic, and you can cut the cigar at the same time, and it pops right out the other end. 
pup? All right, like so we, we don't have a five-jet lighter for this one, right? <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Gator by Vertigo, featuring a single-action or push-button ignition with one jet for our small cigars. That one jet is fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you've got a push-out bullet punch and easy adjustment, along with a fuel window, all for the low price of $19.99. This lighter should not be confused with the sidekick on the Cigar Pulpit podcast. But this is the Gator by Vertigo. Yeah, and they got the Gator guy that's the on Gator that by show. Cigar Pulpit is different. That's okay. he's not a lighter. He's not a lighter. No, All he's right. actually is, he's he's kind of heavy. Is, is he? Yeah, the, he's not a light. He's, he's heavy. thick. Jonathan, is he the one that does this shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has to take a cigar out of the cellophane. It's hard to hour. make a lot of noise with a little cello. Um, can you use a bullet punch on that cigar? Well, it's interesting because <laughs> it, it appears that this particular bullet punch. If our cigar is a 30, this is maybe a 26. Yeah. So, yes, we could have we bullet could. punched this. And it would have opened it up really good. And it would have been like a straight cut. Is, uh, today, is today Mike Morocco's birthday also? I believe it is. Right behind you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Same birthday as Nick Perdomo. Mm-hmm. That must mean something. It was right? Fal's birthday yesterday. It's huh. a lot of birthdays. Our listeners are already drunk. Yeah. They have a drinking game. Every time Perdomo is mentioned, yes. you do a shot. So we've mentioned well, Perdomo and, now. And our eight studio times. audience, which I expected zero today, we have our regulars here and we have the Hack Up Losers. There's like 20 people here. I thought we'd be alone at this kind of cold weather. Um, real cold. Brutal. Yeah. Um, but they're here. So. Um, Okay, let's prepare for um, smoking uh, cigars, quick hitters. And I'm going to start off with it. There's cigars that are called cigarillos, and uh, typically that is a machine-made cigar, uh, short and narrow, uh, shorter and narrower than a traditional cigar, but larger than a little cigar. So there's the terminology. A cigarillo is filtered, uh, filtered cigars, um, they can be. Uh, small Pianatella size cigars, cheroots, uh, not a tra- traditional blunt. Uh, cigarillos are, um, can not be filtered, although some have plastic wood tips than other cigars. Um, you typically find them in quantities of singles, two packs, three packs, five packs when you go into the convenience store. Cigarillos are usually very inexpensive. Uh, less than a dollar. Sometimes they are formally called small cigars, mini cigars, or club cigars. Some of the brands including include Cohiba, Davidoff, that make cigarillos more expensive. Um, and um, we have uh, brands like Cafe Creme, Denim and Moods, Mahari's, Al Capone, Swisher Sweets. Those are cigarillos, and sometimes people use the outside, and that's with the marijuana. I'm Stop a little. Them. I'm actually a little concerned. I just looked down at my hand and I saw something that uh, I know you don't like. I think this cigar is making my hand look fat. <laughs> it is. Which i I already have. I already have a, a weight complex, and now I'm going to have to drop five pounds, and I'm going to I'm going to probably lose the contest because of this bullshit. It's bad for his body dysmorphia. Well, yeah. What would we say? Thirty ring gauge here, right? So so thinner than a Lancero. Mm-hmm. Um. A cigarette is about 19 20, 20 right yeah. in that so range. So we're 20. Um, this is 30. So we have little cigars. Definition for a little cigar, sometimes called small cigars or miniatures in the UK, differ 
greatly from regular cigars. They weigh less than, um, less than a cigar and a cigarillo. More importantly, they resemble a cigarette in shape and packaging and usually filters. Um, and we're going to get to that in the after show uh, really deeply into that. But um, sales of little cigars quadrupled in 1971 to 73, and that was because of the Public Health Cigarette Smoking Act, which bans broadcasting of cigarettes. So all of a sudden, all the, the avatar, ads were gone. They were gone for cigarettes, and now they became cigarillos um, or little cigars, right? Don't you know which one was the last ad to ever play? Didn't it play like 11.59 the night before? On um, Johnny Carson's Carson. show, and it was Marlboro. Ah. Little cigars offer a similar draw and overall feel to a cigarette, um, and research shows that people do inhale um, cigarillos, little cigars, mm. little cigars. So... Um, we are smoking a cigar, the Dos Ombre Tin. By the way, that's what I called it way back then, because it was cigars that came in a tin, and I called it Dos Ombre Tin. Mm-hmm. And if you look it up, it's called Dos Ombre Tin. Mm-hmm. There was never a name for it because it just came in a tin. So, you know, again, i got to go back 30 years ago, but that's Dos Ombre Tins. And um, looking at that, as I say, um, Macanudo made a cigar called Ascot, and it was getting pricey at a dollar or whatever it was back in the day. And this is really a way for manufacturers to flush through their smaller, their smaller pieces of tobacco. Yeah. So although it is an inexpensive cigar, you're going to have uh, considerably less ammonia on a fresher version of this than you would on a traditional cigar because the tobacco has already gone through additional aging as it sits there and waits to go into Yeah. Another Production. fermenting stage because it's it's pieces that were left over. Um, take a Macanudo Ascot, for instance, about a $25 um, suggested retail price for a tin, where the Dos Ombre is $14.99 for a uh, tin of 10, uh, taking it down to $1.50 instead of $2.50. Or you buy five tins, and that's how mostly it goes, right? Yeah, yeah, most people buy them by the sleeve. Yeah, you buy a sleeve of five for fifty nine ninety nine, and you're at half price. You're at a buck and a quarter um, per uh, cigar, and said, which seems like a a lot of money when you see this, but it's the best dollar and a quarter when you're waiting for the Uber or when you know yeah. you got the, a short time. It's something to smoke, and you, we're going to be surprised how long the cigar is going to. This is a legitimate cigar. How long it's going to take? Yeah. To smoke, and um, we were we were together when we had split that Toscano before. Yeah, great that we had it, right? Fantastic. So some of these things, you throw it in your throw it in your your, your bag, and you got it there. It's an awesome thing to have, and they're protected in the in its case. Makes me think. Um, didn't Jill go up the hill with fifty cents, and Jack went up with seventy five, and then Jill, the horse she was, came down with a dollar and a quarter? Isn't that the story? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just that's by out. that's by uh, Andrew Dice Clay, I believe. No. Yeah. Yeah. This one is a big a- cigar compared to the one that uh, Jesse from Davidoff gave me, mm. which was a uh, Exquisito Davidoff, which is the smallest long filler hand rolled cigar. How much was that? <laughs> Do you have a price on it? Um, they come in boxes of twenty. Yeah. For eighty eight dollars. Ooh, 
That's pricey. Four, $4.40. Four and how long did it take you to smoke it? 12 minutes. That's an expensive right. 12 I, minutes. I think you're going to get more than 12 out of this. And We're going to see. That was a 22 ring gauge. And three and five. Well, we're already at sixteen minutes, so I mean, yeah. All right. Um, This is a a big vote of confidence here. Whiskey Miser says he's getting some of these for a road trip. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Just have it in there, and it's believe me, you're happy when you end up having it. Um, So, uh, I'm not a biter of cigars. But you can just tear the little end of this off yep. if you didn't have a cutter with you. Uh, you can light it on almost anything. A match is fine to end up doing it. I mean, you're stuck in a anywhere. Something like well, this is pretty cool to have. Right, because uh, you may, in your carry-on bag, just have a soft flame lighter, yeah. which is perfectly and good anything for good. Yeah. I mean... It, this is one you could light off somebody's cigarette if somebody was smoking a cigarette. <laughs> you ever see people cigarette yeah. people light off their cigarette? Mm, you chain smoking? It. Marlboro. <laughs> yeah. Um, any lighter can be used. Certainly a jet or anything, but a match is fine. Anything works. Um, and um, what do you use for an ashtray in this case is your cup of coffee that you had and you get it down mm-hmm. to, to the air. I mean, it's almost nothing. Um this is an easy uh, hidden hot dog right here. You you know you're traversing the. See how I'm trying to get that to go. stick. And it's not <laughs> and, it's, and it's not the Dom bomb, it's, right? Because it's so low priced. It's true. Any any of these stick? Did we get anything? I don't on think any so. Of these? No, I, I, I don't think I so. I think we got one. We're trying. The butt plug I thought was good. That's, <laughs> Dave likes the butt plug. <laughs> he said he was going to do that, and he did. <laughs> the best, the best part about that is that anyone listening on the podcast, it legitimately sounds like Dave just said that. <laughs> it's awesome. That's the scary part of words can be taken out of context, and, and right? Th- this is that very- wasn't taken out of context at all. You said you liked the butt plug. You said that. I said those words, but that's not what I meant. It was out of context. The butt oh. plug, I thought was good. You thought it was good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, right now, it's time to ask the Don from Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Raphael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com. And before I read this, Barry, I got a question. Because someone sent in a list of movies in the order. And they said there was no apparent way of voting. Is it all that complicated on the the voting? No, are you referring to the message that came in before the show? Uh, way, no, it was during the week. Okay, we take the poll question down Friday afternoon. That's why I got it. I got it late Friday afternoon. Yeah, so we okay. take it down so nobody's voting when I already have the show notes done, and I got to yeah. get the next questions up. Yeah, and then it goes back online as soon as I'm done giving the results. Gotcha. Uh. Andreas writes, why do you all get along? 
<laughs> That's an excellent question. I've been learning what kind of cigars suit my taste while listening to the podcast, and it became apparent how important it is to identify when someone on a panel shares your preferences. For example, I learned that I tend to align with Dave fairly often. When I heard he really liked Eleanor Rose, I gave it a try. Lo and behold, I loved it. That being said, despite all of you having your own preferences, how are you still able to come to an agreement on what is good and what isn't? Is it just years of cigar smoking that lets you step back and think, this isn't my cup of tea, but it would be great for people who like this flavor profile? It's exactly what 100%, it is. 100%, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, how do you judge how good something is despite not being your type? And really, it all boils down to you can taste certain things or not taste certain things. So young cigars that have less than 90 days of post-roll aging are going to have a bitter component, especially toward the end. You're going to be able to taste ammonia, which is if you've ever been in a room where there's a litter box that's desperately in need of changing, it's that aroma that you can sense in your mouth and it's not pleasing. Cigars that have been well-aged don't present that way. And there's also, we talk, Dave talks about his mascara line because he loves the butt plug. Um, <laughs> the thinner that mascara line, the more age there is. You got to uh, stop that right now because that'll <laughs> stick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it, it is um, nothing more annoying than a sticky butt plug. <laughs> it is uh, it is easy to be able to decide whether a cigar is good, even if it doesn't fall within your flavor profile. I only have an Audi. There's nothing that goes in there except the doctor <laughs> once a year goes in, and I don't like that. And he's like, we do this every year, and I'm, it's just a fight each time. So I don't understand that. Uh, what I, so here's, here's a question for you. Um, how long is quick? So we'll look, these are quick hitters. I'm going two pumps. <laughs> I, I think you're talking 20 minutes is a good guideline. Yes. Well, according to the health site. The health site. The health site. Because I Googled how long is quick, and the site comes <laughs> up. The health site. Two to two and a half minutes is quick. If you only had two to two and a half minutes, are you really going to smoke a cigar? Yeah, but it isn't quick re- relative? Because like a normal cigar will take an hour plus. So doesn't that change to quick? Like if your average commute every day is an hour, a 15-minute Trip is a quick trip. So I'm figuring they weren't talking about cigars no. because I just asked how long is quick, period. And quick, period, is two to two and a half minutes. If regular time is five minutes, 5.4 minutes is the regular is a regular time, and two to two and a half minutes is quick. Mm-hmm. So if the regular time of doing whatever they're talking about doing, right. is 5.4 minutes. Quick time is two to two and a half minutes, half that time. Okay. So I guess you could make the argument that if your cigar smokes for half the time of your regular cigar, that this is your quick hitter. Mm-hmm. So if you smoke a okay. Asylum 8x80, it's a three, three and a half hour smoke. So like a Churchill or something. And then you go to quick. a Churchill and it takes an hour and a half. That's your quick yeah, hitter. Yeah, but you wouldn't call a quick hitter a Robusto. Even if you smoke Churchill's regularly. If you smoke 8x80, you might. Oh, I only have time for uh, a short cigar. I'm going to go with a Robusto. Well, you know, we're talking about really quick. You you put the Uber in. The Uber says, we'll be there in six minutes or something. You're fine, right? And and it doesn't kill you to end up, it's halfway done, the Uber's Mm -hmm. there, and you toss it, right? 
or you lean into the window and you go for an extra 20 bucks. Can I show you a trick with the windows and maybe you can smoke in his car? You ever pull that? No, I just thought of it right now. I'm going to. For Hmm. an extra 20. Open, Hmm. crack your window. I'll crack mine. Let me finish my cigar. The guy's going to say yes. Really what you would do in that case is because he probably doesn't want the smoke. So in that case, you'd reverse the windows. You would crack the passenger side front and the driver's side rear, and you would sit behind the driver, and that way your smoke gets caught in the jet stream and blows right out the front. Wow. That'd be awesome, especially you got some distance to go. Yeah. And, and you had a good cigar. It's going to cost you 50 bucks if you get some distance. The guy's not letting you smoke in the car for 50 minutes. Yeah, I think you, a dollar a minute. Hmm. Are, you tr- are you jumping on any car? you get any automobile going on your way? No. Would you do it, Ed Sullivan? Is smoking a cigar in the 40-minute drive worth it? 20 bucks? Spending 50 bucks? No. 20? 20? I'm doing it for 20 every time. Really? Oh, yeah. (laughs) 20 bucks to end up smoking in the the car? So that needs Hmm. a term. Can we call that the Uber whore? Yeah. All right. I get it. I get it. All right. Early thoughts here on Dos Ombre 10. What do we got left here on size? I'm about halfway, and and really, I am slow smoking it. A cigar this ring gauge can't withstand the hard pull that you would do on a Robusto. You've got to tamper it down a little bit, so you can control how long this goes. We could get 40 minutes out. Realistically, we've been smoking it for 20. We could get 40 minutes out of this by slow playing it. Well, I'm further down. I'm a little, 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 not quite where Barry is. Um, but um, I would say it's a twenty-minute smoke. You know, yeah, you I wouldn't be mad if I had to toss the rest of this at twenty minutes, right? But I'm excited that I could get a little bit longer out of it. All right, we'll see how much, and we'll come back. And if we have to light a second cigar up, we will. Let's go to break. When we come back, what are the best options for quick hitter cigars? We're going to light up another one if we need to, and if we do, it's going to be the Maduro of of this to see if it's any different. There is a natural and a Maduro of the Dos Ombre Tin. Let's see how different they are. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. 
Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet. But then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Christoph. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we are back, and we're smoking Dos Ombre Tins. Welcome back, everybody. We're smoking the natural. We're about to light up the Maduro, but i got to mention, those that are watching, see this uh, giant um, trophy? Trophy. Trophy. Uh, uh, on the desk, this is awarded to me um, that, that uh, Cigar Hacks, Put do a uh, event each year where they do their awards, and they just just don't do cigar of the year. They have all different awards for, oh, much much like the um, the, the office. S- the Remember the office, yeah. and they would have all the different awards. And this is presented to me uh, the Hacky Twenty Twenty Two Special Award for Hack Advisor, and that is me uh, advising them. Um, Apparently, which is do. messed up because you advised them to stop doing their podcast. Yes, and they gave you an award for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jonathan, is that lotion in there? It is. There's a lot of lotion in that bottle. Nice, nice, and um, it's in a hammer and sickle bottle that's all lit up. And uh, as I told them. Uh, there was an award given to Hammer and Sickle years ago, and when I took over their warehouse, um, you got the award. It's there and it's there still. And I said, if you guys want it, because it wasn't awarded to me, he says you bought it, you you own it, that's it. So nice. this will go uh, 
right next to that one. And uh, let's just up. say there's enough lotion in that bottle that Dave's selfie time is not going to be taking pictures of himself any longer. <laughs> and if you're adventurous, that could be a butt plug. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's not going to stick. We're going to stay away from that. Well, All right. certainly the cigar in the uh, ashtray up top. So let, let's light the second second cigar. It, it's the Maduro version of it to see if it's any different. And just taking a cold drawer on it, the outside wrapper is different, and it has a, a little different taste to it. A little bit. Still sweet, though. Almost like this little outside wrapper could be um, broadleaf. Mm. I don't know that answer. Imagine I don't know the answer. I, I know it isn't when it comes to the Maduro version um, of it, but in the Dominican version, there is a Maduro, well, but it's not. But you don't know what the blend is? No. Imagine that. It was 30 mm. years ago. But it's it's the same, whatever that is. I should know that answer. It sounds ridiculous, right? But um, I don't. So You forgetting stuff? Not a surprise to our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> It's getting worse. Ooh. You know the bottle caps? Mm-hmm. Candy, the Candy, bottle yeah, caps? Yeah. The root beer one. Yeah. Well, I was thinking the cream soda, but yeah, very yeah. similar. The, the brown one. The brown bottle cap. Can't remember what that's like. That's been a long time. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know there was a cream one. I knew there was a root beer one. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe there, it's maybe There was it's a that. cola one, too, I think. Oh, yeah. Wow. No, can't remember. Can't remember that. Um, they found a way to make cola taste fake, and cola is a fake flavor to begin with. <laughs> they found a way to make it taste faker. No, cola comes from cap. the cola nut. That's what the guy said in the um, uncola, Coca-Cola nut. Remember? No, you don't remember. You're too young for that. I you remember. Of course. The Coca-Cola nut. <laughs> um, so what's the difference between these two? This is stronger. It's spicier. Yeah. So what was what was the first one? We didn't say a strength profile. See so a three? Yeah, two or three. Yeah, two. And I put it up to the to the group chat and uh they voted fifty seven percent said two. Okay. Twenty five percent said three, eleven percent said one, and somebody said four or more. I'm saying that the the blonde one is is a two and if this is stronger, it's a three. It's not. So I'd say a three to a four. Yeah. As, as normally go. Three to a four. It's closer to a four. Yeah. So it's good. So what are some perfect quick hitters? Based on what we're saying as a quick hitter, do you have any thoughts? Remember, this is a, um, what was the size? A tw- uh, 30. Yeah. Four and a quarter by you, 30. You got any of the Toscanos? Where yeah. even if you go with the, the the smaller formats in the aromatics, you know you could get one of the anisette ones with a with a black coffee. You got twenty minutes worth of smoking. It's a great pairing. Toscanello, the Toscanellos, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> which is half the size. But if you got the full size, you just break it in half, mm-hmm. and you can do it with your hand if you wanted to. Because we know we did right. And Toscano is good for the mustache ride, right? Yes. It is. Yeah, yeah. You bullet punch it and then just go to town. I saw somebody do that. It was a picture of somebody on MeWe yep. doing it. And I came in work and I put one to my to my nose and Jonathan. Um, years ago, I made the pencil. And here's the United Cigar Pencil, which is um, a 6x28, actually resembling the size of the pencil 
Um, number two pencil. Number two pencil that I said, okay, match this. It's interesting you went with the number two and not the number three. The number two is the leader by far of, of the pencil. <laughs> it, it is what you're actually forced to use in school, but there's a reason for it. It's the soft graph, softer graphite. I know more about the number two pencil than I do of the DOS number the 10. Rapper. <laughs> the DOS number 10. Uh, because it's more happened re- more recent, right? Yeah, those pencils that you mentioned, they're $1.99 or a box of 100 <coughs> is one sixty nine ninety nine, which comes out to just $1.69 a cigar. Right, right. And when you buy it by the box, you save $30. So you've got to imagine it's a teeny bit thinner than the 30 ring gauge we're smoking, but um, it's longer, so you're going to get an easy half hour out of sure. something like this. Um some people would consider, I don't want to smoke a thin cigar, so let me go to a nub. But the nub is on the surprisingly... Corner, on the corner of the nub box, it tells you how many minutes it takes to smoke that to the band. And the smallest one is 38 minutes. So even that is not... That's not a short smoke. Yeah, I get an hour out of a nub every even time. Even the, the firecrackers aren't as thick as a nub, but right? they take a long time. Yeah. yeah. So some of the quick hitters I have down here is uh, the Aladino Santi. Great. Oh, yeah. That is a great fuller-bodied um, cigar that, that's a quick hitter. You have the Paperboy by, by Artista now. Um, we did it on the show, the Big Sky Minnow. Mm-hmm. Firecracker could possibly be, but it's going to burn a lot slower than you think it is because it's a so ring gauge matters. That's the big thing of what happens is the ring gauge slows it down. A you missed a gauge. golden opportunity for double entendre there. Size matters. Size matters. And then you look at Megan and you wink, and then <laughs> it makes everyone in the room uncomfortable. She's not paying attention. She's got a doggy in her arms. She's all happy. Uh, Montosa Short Robusto. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Um, that you like that the best of all because it's a little thicker than the regular Montosa. Right. And but it burns slower. It burns slow. Uh, as uh, Yaya's short robusto, the same deal. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to smoke this later on. Is the uh, Perdomo half Corona? Perdomo this, half Corona. This is not the Purito. This is the Purito. Purito. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This is the Purito. What is the size of the Purito? I thought this yeah, was the half Corona. Thirty-eight, the, I believe. The Purito is four by thirty-eight. So almost like a half Lancero for you. <laughs> All right. It comes in a tin two of five. Um, that's a, that's one. That it, might be the ideal size. Especially you want. In a, in, <laughs> because it comes in a tin. You can have that in your breast pocket of your jacket. So when you're traveling, yeah. you've got cigars to share if you needed to, and you've got a bunch of quick hitters on you. And less of an opportunity that makes it, your hand look fat. Less of a chance. Well, it's the exact same ring gauge as the cigars that make your hands look fat. So thirty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Lancero. Yeah. Oh, so it's a short Lancero. Yeah. It's a Lancero. It seems better though. It doesn't seem because it's short and fat. I think so. Short and fatter. <laughs> yeah. I resemble that remark. <laughs> uh, Regis half Corona, three and a half by forty-six. That's mm-hmm. one I keep a box of in the car. Yeah. And uh, Terra Nova has a short robusto, but the short. The guy smoking short cigars, I would say, of everybody here is Ed Sullivan. He is the expert when it comes to short cigars. Short cigars that will be priced good enough that 
It's right. 15 minutes go by, they, or 10 minutes go by, right. you don't mind throwing it out, where that, you go. That's key for me. You want to mm. be, you don't want to spend so much that you can't let it go when it's time. Yeah. So you're not going to go to the Atabe Hachizos. No. That you're talking um, $16 cigar, $400 <laughs> box of a 4 by 40 No, I'll smoke expensive. those when I know I have the time to right. finish it. Right. Yeah. So what do you go with? I'm a big fan of the Puritos. Yeah, he buys a lot of those. All right, we're gonna we'll get to that in the next hour. He's what we'll you call a Purito whale. Yeah, yeah, I like them. And you get them in the tin. Um, they had boxes of fifty. I think yep. they haven't shipped those in a little while. But right. they they do normally come in a box of fifty. You'd rather do that. Well, it, because what I end up saying to Ed Santa Maria, our buyer, is I'll take what I can get because Ed Sullivan wants them and he'll right. buy them how we have them. But we prefer the fifty count boxes. And how long do you get out of one of those? Um, I get more than twenty out of those. Yeah. closer to a half hour. All right, all right. We'll get to that uh, in the next hour. We'll actually light it up and see how that goes. Um, right now, it's time for the poll question of the week, and that's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And this week, we started up the uh, best gangster movies in history, and we ranked them from 1 to 16. And we have the results. We had The Godfather 2 going up against The Irishman. I have my answers here of what it's going to be, what oh. I think is going to be. So go ahead. Uh, the Godfather 2 beat The Irishman of with course. 74% of the vote. I got a check there. I was actually surprised The Irishman got just shy of 26%. Uh, Goodfellas versus The Untouchables. Goodfellas got the most votes of any of the movies in their respective category. Check. People skipped voting on some of the movies? No. One. The Godfather got uh, 74%. The Goodfellas got 84%. So oh, higher they had percentage. a higher percentage. Gotcha. Uh, Godfather 1 versus Pulp Fiction. Pulp Godfather. Where is that? Wow, okay, I got you. You're, you're out of order. You're out of order. I'm out of order. Good. Godfather beat Pulp Fiction. Stupid. Uh, with 76%. Stupid. Stupid. Pulp Fiction's a much better movie. Uh, a few know. people wrote that the- whatever movie wins, Jonathan should be forced to watch. Will you do that? No. We watch No, because then it'll get rigged and be the Godfather. Not, I'm not freaking watching it, it. It will be anyway. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Casino versus Res- Reservoir Dogs. Casino won with wow. 71% of the vote. Stupid. So I put Reservoir Dogs mm-hmm. that I said, you know what? I, and I put an arrow next to it. Mm-hmm. Long shot, but I thought it was going to win. So I got one wrong. I knew it was a long shot, but okay. The Departed versus Carlito's Way. Uh, I actually watched The Departed. The other night for like the second time, but uh, departed one with 61% of the vote. Got it. How do we know that you're being honest with this and you're not just He's being honest up? Because save your lies for something. Yeah, good. there'd be no benefit <laughs> yeah. to cheating on this. Uh, Donnie Brasco got 71% of the vote over Once Upon a Time of America. Boom, got it. And a few people wrote in that they wouldn't vote for a rat, so they considered oh. Donnie Brasco to be a rat. Uh, Scarface versus Heat. Scarface won with 70% of the vote. Oh, got it again. And the last one is Bronx Tale versus American Gangster. And Bronx Tale won with 54% of the vote. So the, the person voting for this, their, their average age is like 55. No. They're not going Pulp Fiction. They never saw it. A few people told me Everybody, Pulp Fiction doesn't do belong in this. So but you think Pulp Fiction is like recent? It's 25 <laughs> years old. I understand that. 
Next year is the 25th anniversary of Pop- I'm only Pop- 45. How old, how old do you feel, everybody out there right now? Uh, I got them all but one, Casino versus Reservoir Dogs, um, and I still will stand by Reservoir Dogs should have won. It's a better it's a better made movie, actually. I watch both of them, but it's a better made movie. And the uh, the next round will be available um, momentarily. Okay, he's going to click. So for the button. person that wrote in with their answers that I can't read on the show because it's not part of the poll, go to the poll question in five minutes and fill it out. Everybody did. You know, no, this <laughs> guy wrote in at Friday afternoon, thirty minutes after Barry took it down. He couldn't find a way to vote. Well, that's because it was taken down. Yeah, it's there for uh, six day, six and a half days. It's enough. It's not there for the seventh because he's tallying it up or whatever he's got to do. At that yeah, point. and some of them are close. And yeah, you know, I got to set up the next question, so I turn off the voting. There we go. You got all that time to end up doing it. Next week, Ed Sullivan will not be here, so we will be celebrating cigars <laughs> for special occasions. Wow, that's a special occasion. It is. Although you've missed. Quite a few shows in the past year or so. You took trips and... Yeah, I, hit, I have quite a little a few. bit He missed like that. one. Maybe two. Maybe two. Yeah, he missed more than all of us except for maybe Barry's up there with a couple mm. yeah. up there. But, um, so we will talk um, cigars for special occasions. And uh, we have a list of... Right? We all have our list. We're going to yeah. participate in this. I'm not going to be by myself again. Never been by yourself Okay. Again. I've always got your back. All right. Uh, February 18th, uh, the best way a cigar manufacturer can support brick-and-mortar cigars. We'll talk about that. And going up uh, for the last show of February, we'll be forecasting the future. It's the prediction show. I have fun with that. Um, And um, not only preparing for it, I have fun afterwards hearing from the manufacturers, bitch and complain one way or the other. Either they were mentioned or they weren't mentioned. Either one, they don't like. Uh, not being mentioned, or they don't, or they don't like being mentioned. Uh, I will mention them, uh, so <laughs> they can bitch about being mentioned. Uh, and I got some good ones. I got some good things that I think yeah. are going to happen. Hmm. I think gonna, I think I got something. And you guys are welcome to throw in your thoughts. Uh, also, just gearing up for uh, that. But um, another big event we have coming up is uh, just ten days away, uh, and. Ed Sullivan's going to be flying back just so he can make sure he's back for it. He's coming in actually the day before. Um, Two days before. Well, I'm flying back two days before. Yeah, but you're you're coming back here. Oh, yeah. The day day before before to make sure everything is perfect. For the press release of the special announcement we have, and we have it right here. This Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2023, the Cigar Authority and Two Guys Smoke Shop will announce an event that you will fall in love with. Hold on. What are you guys up to? Don't blame me. Blame Dan. An announcement of ginormous proportions. Is that even a word? The biggest and smallest people in the cigar industry together, finally. You wanted it, you got it, and you can hear all about it at the press conference this Valentine's Day live at 2 p.m. Eastern. A press conference about the big cigar event that's about to get a whole lot bigger. Or smaller. But you have to tune in to find out. Tune in to Facebook or YouTube 
and watch the press conference live on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2023 at 2 p.m. Eastern. Trust me, you don't want to miss this. You could not put in the cowbell. Had to put it. Because it's Cigar Authority. Just a little wink to our audience. That ain't why you put it yeah. in there. Uh, is anybody saying anything to you? People mm-hmm. calling and saying, they're guessing? And well, they- people are saying to me, I know why you said X, and it's because of Y. They're yeah. right. They're right. Some, somebody said it to me, too, and nailed it. And I, yeah. I stayed sober, complete, and I mm-hmm. said, we'll see on February 15th. I'm like, how is that even possible? 14th, February 14th. 14th, yeah. Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. How, how is that even possible of guessing what that craziness was like i'll tell you off the show why it's possible yeah it it, but it's like they got me you know i threw we threw a little something in there a little thing and they get it it's because when something happens with the staff things get talked about in the lab that's the problem the staff if you listen no 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 don't the staff did not rat you out something happened with the staff months before and that was a big deal for a whole month and then the wording happens that happens. Oh, oh. And dots are connected, mm. and that's uh, why. I know exactly what you're saying. I know you do now. Okay. Now, Dave, fucking good coffee says it's going to be an amazing cow tipping event. Ah. He thinks that cowbell has yep. got something to do with it. It has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. It has something to do with it. All, everything, that, that there's a lot of hints in there of what's happening. So, uh, again, we're just 10 days away from it. We'll say what it is, and then uh, remember what you heard, and then you'll know how I play, right? I, I like to, to tease and, and uh, give you little, little tricks. The quintessential hype man. And fucking good coffee says that the winner of the cow tipping <laughs> will get 10 boxes of the anniversary, anniversary Lancero. There are twenty, right? There are twenty. I didn't. I didn't come up with something for that. How do you win cow tipping? You either <laughs> you either tip the cow over, or you didn't. Maybe it's whoever does it the fastest. Or I don't know. And does it hurt the cow in any way? Uh-huh. It, yeah, I'm sure. And if I tipped you, it would hurt. But if I was sleeping and you just rolled me over, I'd be fine. You'd be fine, but you'd be hurt. Here's some speculation out of Scooter. I'm thinking <coughs> the Ironstone Farm Barnyard is the only venue <coughs> that would say yes to your event. Oh, that's, you know what? <laughs> he's not, he's, he, it's not the only venue, but I mean, he's that's not a, far. That's a good one. Yeah. Because we gave them the proceeds to the, from the cookbook sure. to Ironstone Farms. Huh? Maybe so that's cookbook. a possibility it, it's in all the future. Good. It's all good what you're saying. It's, it's all good. Uh, Ooh. Good thought. You're all thinking in the right now, direction. They're thinking with your sweatshirt today, maybe you bought Kowloon. Uh, I would. The event will be there. <laughs> if it was for sale, I would. I would. I would, t- I would Imagine not let did- you. I would no? so talk you out of that. <laughs> Just, for those you- that don't know what Kowloon is, it's a Chinese restaurant about 30 miles south of where we are. It Dave the orders so much ch- that they deliver to his house. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. And um, they... They've been around since 1952. It is the largest Chinese restaurant in the world. It's and, unbelievable. And it's the best. Yeah. Yep. It's the best. And they're closing. It's booming. Me and Ed Sullivan were there a week ago. 
jam-packed, jammed. There's like a thousand people and, eating dinner. And the, at the same service time. is so stupidly fast. Well, yes. Jonathan, it was crazy. Dave and I could hardly keep up with the hostess. I mean, she's running us to the table. Yeah, they want to move it. They want to flip and flip when and they, flip. When the waiter walks into the kitchen and then walks out with your food, you're like, how is that possible? <laughs> is he wearing a wire? See, are they mafia connected? Jim Collison said they've been closing forever. Over a year. No, yes, it's over a year, but it's almost there. The problem is with the town... They're, they're screwing with them of bulldozing, whatever it is. They're all looking the for more money. And, yeah, you know. it's, it's, it's all a money grab. But I would say it's got like 30 days left. Uh, they've got uh, comedy scheduled through the end of March. Through the end of March. Okay, so we've got 60 days anyway. Yeah. But they would cancel it if they had to. Or sure. But uh, it's gonna, that's going to be sad that this property value is worth so much, they're willing to not sell their business. You might as well sell the business. They would get millions and millions of dollars for the business. The problem is that the land is worth so much yeah. that what you'd have to pay to buy the business with the land, you couldn't even recoup it. The building is so nice and expensive, too, yeah. but they're going to just tear it, tear down. it down. So that tells you the value of what land is, Yeah, right? They don't make it anymore. No. Location, location, location. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, uh, Doss Ombre, compare this Doss Ombre. Uh, tin with the natural and the Maduro. There is a difference. It's the same price. Do you want natural Maduro? I say try both, but which which would you prefer? Uh, you know what? It's been a long time since I've had them both side by side. I think I would lean toward the Maduro myself. It's got that extra notch of yeah. strength and flavor. Uh, I got to say, for an inexpensive cigar, no bite whatsoever. Very smooth. Outstanding combustion, although I, I'm going to knock the wrapper a little bit. The wrapper is... Maybe a half a tick above binder. Yeah. This is not a flawless yeah. wrapper in no, any way, but it did. Out. It burned well. It tasted good. Tasty. But you're going to have to make some sacrifices when you're getting a cigar this inexpensive and this small. And one of the places they're going to cut cost is wrapper. Yeah, $1.50 plus is going to be smaller wrapper, but maybe that's from higher primings, mm. whatever's going on, yeah, because it, it is a notch or two yeah. more in strength. Here's the weird thing that happens when we don't have one or the other. The customer will buy the other. Mm -hmm. So they're interchangeable, yep. which doesn't happen on a lot of brands. No. If you didn't have the natural, you wanted the natural, okay, I'll take the Maduro. That doesn't no. happen. It does on this cigar that they, oh, we're out of natural. Okay, give me five tins, 50 cigars. Mm -hmm. Give me five tins of Maduro. The place that it does happen is a smoker that smokes Padron Natural will take the Maduro begrudgingly. The Maduro smoker will not take the natural. They will not go the other way. Hmm. But the Maduro smoker of this. Oh, no, oh, Sombre, tin, tin, yes. They go either way. So <laughs> They go both ways. They go both ways. So that's a weird thing. They're uh, bi-smokeable. <laughs> yes. Yes. See, I'm leaving word. it alone because he's just going to say I'm using recycled material. Yeah. But, but it goes both ways like Jonathan. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> I know where you were going with that. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we got more quick hitter ideas. Uh, we're going to smoke the uh, the Perdomo 10th anniversary champagne Purito, and uh, that should take us to the end of the show. I think the Purito will probably last, but just in case, 
Um, no, that is it. We have no... Oh, we, we have a backup. E- yeah, we got a pencil. We, we have, have another pencil. backup. Okay, so we'll get to that and more. Stick around, everybody. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we're going to find out possibly who number two works for. On the United see Podcast what, Network. See what I did there? Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4, Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, Passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named a Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. 
Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Happy birthday, Nick Perdomo. We are back going on a trip, looking to squeeze a cigar in here or there. What are your options? We're talking um, quick hitters. Just a Grab a cigar here and there to squeeze a little something in, and uh, we're going to smoke a Perdomo right now. Barry, what do we have? Yep, it's the Perdomo 10th Anniversary Champagne, manufactured in Nicaragua by Perdomo Cigars. We're smoking the Purito, which is uh, 4x38, and it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers. A single's $4.69, while a box of 50 is $191.99, which comes out to $384 a cigar which is a savings of almost $43 or 18% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. Almost there. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. That's why I usually take the cello off the cigars <laughs> so you don't pull that shit on me. And that's what they could do on the other show is just take the cello off before you hand it to them. Yeah. But I didn't do it on these little cigars because they come in tins. They come in these little tins. Not a tin costs money. But yep. yet you're taking the cigar to four dollars, four sixty nine, and by the box of fifty, it comes out to three six three eighty four per cigar. Three eighty four, very very good price. Very good, very very good, and a, a considerable upgrade in wrapper over what we had oh, yeah. going on oh, with the yeah. Dawson Brady. This tins. is legit. This is legit. This is wrapper that would fail inspection based on size only, not based on its appearance. It is flawless yeah. and. I don't throw the tin out because I'll refill that from my box of 50. Oh, look at you. There you go. Reduce, reuse, recycle. That's Ed Sullivan's model. Exactly. Well, okay. Okay. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality. Tradition in excellence. Excellence. Butterscotch on the cold draw. Dave, here's a message. You tell me who sends saludos from Miami. That would be Rafael Nadell. You nailed it. Give yourself a bell. (laughs) Saludos, he says. He says that. He says that. He He writes it. it. He writes it and says it. Um, 
nice in Miami. Mm. So I called a couple of people in Miami, in Florida. To tell them you were cold. How cold it was. It just makes them feel good. I yeah. know they, they tell me it's 81 degrees. It's a little breezy. I think I'm going in the pool. You know, they love to do it, so I love to let them yeah. do it. It's not surprising we don't get many guests on the show no. this time of year. No. If you, if any of them want to do the show in January and February and come <laughs> we're, up live, we're, open. we're <laughs> wide open to do it, but no, there's no takers. And then in June, they're all up here, and they all want to, oh, can I come on or whatever, but there's only four shows in June, right? and everybody wants it. Uh, Every but, uh, three or so years, you get five shows in June. Yeah. We're going to light our cigar today with the Gator by Vertigo. The Gator by Vertigo features push-button ignition, a single jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you've got a push-out bullet punch and easy adjustment along with a fuel window, all for the low price of 1999, that is the Gator by Vertigo. They can't get cigar pulp, but can't get those guys to advertise the name of the lighter is Gator. It's just <laughs> a Wouldn't natural. Wouldn't that be the perfect lighter Would. for them? You just use that all the time. That's it. Okay. No, Barry, sit there quietly while yeah. we're lighting our cigar and pontificate about I, nothing. I am uh, oh. enjoying this cigar that it has left me speechless. Huh. This is legit. So it's, it's a ton of flavor. I don't want to take anything away from Dawson Ombre tins. They're mine. <laughs> but this is way better. Way better. Yeah. Way better. I'm glad you said that because I was going to try not to say it. But it, it, it's double the price. Mm -hmm. It's more than double the quality, I think. Again, not taking anything away from Dawson Ombre yeah, tins. We sell legit. a shitload of them. Yeah. yeah. That's legit, man. Uh it's got a zip to it, too. It's, it's up there. Like, if you were on the ash holes and it's one draw, that's law, and you got to pick a number of this. First draw, I'd say eight. I've smoked the cigar yes. enough times. I know it's going to drop down to a six. Right. But but it's got a high nicotine uh, content. For for its size, it certainly does. I wonder if he barrel ages these, too. He barrel ages all of his wrappers. Really? That's what. That's where his barrel aging happens. He gets an additional... Because there's a little of that taste, too. I would say it's there. A couple of fermentations out of it. Yeah. All right. So uh, what snack do you bring on a flight? Um, food to avoid bringing on an airplane include... What would you avoid? Peanuts. Mashed potatoes. Peanuts. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> Why would you want to bring mashed potatoes on a flight? You can't eat it with your hands. Somebody snack. Said, somebody said fish, yeah. which is yeah. correct, of smelly foods like tuna. You don't bring tuna on the no. flight, especially if you're sitting next In to me. Indian food. Uh, allergies like peanut butter or any peanut-based you don't bring on a flight. Why? You're just helping the population by whittling out the weak. <laughs> <laughs> and liquids that are likely to spill and how to get through security due to the size limits. So you're not, you're not going to bring homemade soup, right? No. You bring food with you, you or you do you buy it there? Well, I, I am stuck in my keto state so uh, yes i would bring some sort of beef product you know high quality beef jerky i'm a huge fan of pork rinds so long as they're fried in pork fat and not seed oils so both of those are kind of staples for me <laughs> i wonder if you can bring snacks. a nip on a plane you wonder why people you can. don't like you yeah. you can bring nips on the plane oh yeah. yeah you bring your own nips on a plane yeah just change my whole flying experience if that's possible. How do you not know that, given your level of alcoholism? Uh, it's, it's it's new to me. I usually power up before I go on the flight. So you can bring nips through the through the yeah. Thing? It's under the it's under the threshold. Yeah. 
that say you got lotion, you got this, you got hair gel, and you got uh, a couple nips. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Now, it, it, does it cross the line, though, because we're so adamant that people shouldn't be bringing cigars into the cigar shop? You're on the plane, and they sell nips. Only in first class. No, they no. give them to you in first class. They sell them to the rest of the general mm. pop. And how much can it be? How much is a nip on a plane? Five oh, you're bucks? paying $10 for a nip. Mm. Really? Yeah. Credit card only. So what? Buy a nip. <laughs> I'm just saying. If I How many are going to have? The only thing that's going to be 12. not working for Barry is they'll <laughs> let you buy two probably and never not let you buy another set. He's going to buy two at once, right? No, they let you buy more than two. When I went flew with my wife, she had a... Uh, she had more than two Jack and Cokes on the flight. To, to North Carolina. In, 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 yeah, it's two and a half hours. She's wasted by the time the plane hits uh, flying altitude. Apparently, nip is not a universal term. People in the, the chat room are so saying. Oh, really? A, a nip is a no small shit. bottle of liquor that's usually at the front end cap at a liquor store at the cash register. It's also the entire it's part a, of your chest where the, the areola includes. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 a shot, right? Yeah, it's, it's one a measured it's shot. One and a half fluid ounces. If yeah. you use it in a sentence, Janet Jackson had a nip slip <laughs> at the Super Bowl. So really, that word isn't isn't what it's called. That I've always thought they they're nips. I, me too. I always thought that. Any chance it's an acronym? Rudy, get on that. Anybody mm-hmm. here didn't know what was what a nip was? Nip. Little shot of booze, no? That's what I thought, but anyway. According to um, air travel pages with guidelines in mind, here are some of the best airplane stacks you can bring along. Nuts, seeds, and dried fruits. Uh-oh. That's number seeds? one. Seeds? Seeds. Yeah, no seeds for me. Granola bars and protein bars. That's good Garbage. because it doesn't, it doesn't bother anybody. I think of the, the bothering factor. Like the tuna fish sandwich would bother me. I'm not bringing tuna fish. Why are you pointing at me? I don't even like tuna fish. All right. Olives. That's number three. Olives. Olives is a great snack. Very healthy. You got... um, Somebody sits beside me. Again, we're we're touching. And he opens a jar of olives. I'd be like, (laughs) what the hell? Especially if they're stuffed with blue cheese, I'd offer you one. Oh, my God. You want some olives with blue cheese? Here's what Jonathan would bring. Pre-peeled carrots and cucumbers. (laughs) 100% true. That's a good snack. And I would ask to have my seat moved. Because I'm eating a carrot? Yes. Chocolate bars. Chocolate bars. That's not a problem. As long as it's... uh, Get a Three Musketeer bar or... Twix. 84% cacao or more. Sandwiches. Ah, I don't like that one. Somebody's plopping down this big Italian sub or something that they brought and and it's taking up space. Well, what if they offer to share it with you? You want some of my Italian? It's just oil. Oil and vinegar. That's... You can't. You get a two-hour flight. You can't hold off having a meal. <laughs> it's not a snack. It's a meal. But if I give you half, I'm down to snack. Yes. Jonathan, have you ever brought your portable oven on a plane? No, there's no place to plug it. But it's a badass little toy. Go, is it back. USB? No, it's a regular plug. You could do V if you were in first class. <laughs> going back to the nips, a lot of people saying they're called shooters. That's a that, redneck thing. That nips is a is a northeast thing. Really? I always thought that's what, what it was well, called. You've always lived in the northeast. Yeah, I did. That's the reason. So beef jerky <laughs> is the uh, fruit. Yeah. 
a lot of I don't sugar. Want banana peels in the seat next to me. Right. I don't know. Yeah, it should be a fruit you can, can completely consume. Like, like if grapes. you had Granny Snipmith apples yes. and you cored them, cut them in half, put a little salt on them, and you get those in a bag, that's a party. Here's, here's something I got a problem with. Number nine, hard-boiled eggs. No, 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 no. Please no. don't do that. That's gross. That's just a fart smell, and then the actual farts that happen right after. And cooked meats, <laughs> like Jonathan saying, he'd bring yeah. cooked meats with him. Like meatballs? Could you bring meatballs? I wouldn't bring meatballs, but uh, you know, a little container that has some charred oh, up so ribeye in in mm-hmm. butter. Yeah, it's a good time. So airplane snacks, or short flights, just in case you're hungry. Moments, toss one of these healthy airplane snacks. I'll be the judge of that. So pack your bag. Dried fruits. Fine. Uh, unlike real fruit, um, the can't Freeze-dried crunch. fruits. Those are the balls. You get the freeze-dried strawberries. It's like eating candy. Uh, Target has good and gather, and Trader Joe's has good options uh, without added sugar, so you'd be happy with that. Popcorn. No. Perfect accoutrement for in-flight binges. Almonds. How do you feel about almonds? Lectins. Out. I prefer cashews. I still haven't figured out what a lectin is because an almond is a lectin. Has it in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, crackers, whole wheat option for kids and adults, and fruit and veggie slices, uh, snow peas, apple slices, and other fruit and vegetables that you love could, well, p- could be possibilities. You know what fish you can bring? Fish. Goldfish. Goldfish. You could have a feast. Or d- d- for dessert. The sweetest fish. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right? All right, right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. (laughs) (laughs) And this week, several intruders broke into a sauna at the home of Russian meat tycoon, tycoon known as the Sausage King outside Moscow early on Monday. They tied him and his woman up and demanded money before shooting him with a crossbow. The woman managed to escape the attack, but when police officers arrived at the scene, the sausage king was dead. No word if Abe Froman is considered a suspect, Ah, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. Do you know who Abe Froman is? The sausage king of Chicago. (laughs) Do you know the movie? Do you got this? No. Ed Sullivan? No. Really? Is it Home Alone? No. Must be Ferris Bueller, then. It is. So you know. First few this day off. No, you're just deaf. Someone in the audience yelled at you. Yeah, you guys can People. cheat all you want. I can't hear shit. Um, best in-flight snacks ranked. The best in-flight snacks. So That you can buy from them? Yes. So number five will go with JetBlue. The blue Isn't chips. Uh, blue chips are there. They have uh, all their best craisins that they have. Mm. They also have Cheez-Its. Fan, um, chocolate chip cookies, popcorners. Did you go on a JetBlue flight? Have you been? I've been. Is I know it? what popcorners are. Yeah, yeah. they're good. They're, they're triangles, but they're made of popcorn. But they look like they would be something else, which like is a tortilla chip. Yes, I, I hope it's not those Biscoff cookies. No, those but disgust it, me. Yeah, 
the blue chips. Mm-hmm. They have chips that are blue, but they're made from blue, blue potatoes. Blue or yeah. purple potatoes. Yeah. What would be your choice of those things? A craisin, a cheese it, the chocolate chip cookie, the popcorners, or the blue chip. They come around with the basket. They say, which would you like? What do you choose? No, thank you. I, I get the blue chips. I'm sitting next to him, and, I, and I'm going to get two now. I tell him in advance. <laughs> yeah, you say, okay, give me a blue chip, and <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get the popcorners, right. and then you can have both. Uh, I'll be eating my You're beef gonna jerky. You're going to get the cheese it what do you blue do? chip. Blue chip. I usually go popcorners, but I want to cheese it. So that's what I would do with Jonathan. Say, get the cheese it. I'm going for the, and I'm not going a little surf and turf action going. The the um the popcorn one and the cheese surf it. Surf and turf. That's surf and turf on a, on a jet blue airplane, just if you didn't know. No. Surf and turf would be beef jerky and Pepperidge Farm goldfish. It could be. It could be. But they don't have that. If you went to Swiss... Uh, international airlines, every passenger receives a bar of their own genuine Swiss chocolate. Toblerone or something else. Made by sustainable produced cacao. Yeah, what's the percentage? I don't know what the percentage is. It needs but to be higher than 84 or I'm out. You're I'll so, bring my own. It's so hard, but that's nice, and that's why it's ranked number four. It's ahead of JetBlue, but they're just given that. Uh, no, no choices, which is good. Just give you this Top quality, uh, genuine Swiss chocolate bar. Air France, you receive either. Fogois. Escargo. A white flag. <laughs> <laughs> a stuffed croissant or a sandwich as their in-flight snack. Which are you taking? The croissant. I'll take a sandwich. It's Air France. You got to go with the croissant, no? No. No, it won't be high quality. It will. It's Air France, and it's France. And they it's give an you They're on an airplane. They're not making croissants on the airplane. <laughs> Them shits are before. frozen, and they're reheated in some air fryer. Korean air with options like... Kimchi. I'm in. <laughs> You're in on the... I'm in on the kimchi, if that's one of the choices. It isn't. Triangle rice and sweetened seaweed cakes. Yeah, i try it. Along with... Ramen alongside of the rice cakes and shrimp crackers. And you no, can... no, no. Not because of the shrimp either, because it's the crackers. I don't know if I'm not eating any of that. And you're in. If it's kimchi, I'm... It's there's not no kimchi. kimchi anywhere on the no list. No kimchi. No kimchi. So who is the number one in-flight snack ranked? Of all airlines, what is it? Anybody that serves kimchi gets my vote. No, it's got to be that Saudi one, right? Latam. Oh, no, that's Latin America. Yeah, L-A-T-A-M. It's hard to rank airlines for their snacks, but someone offering quality snacks in a wide range of decent options, their quality is hard to beat. Turkey Lake? They offer um, one in-flight snack, but it's a winner. You get to... um, You want to bring extra carry-on hoarding this (laughs) Al Giorno cookie, A-L... F-A-J-O-U-J-O-R-E-S, cookies, made by sandwiching dolce leche, dolce leche, (laughs) so close, dolce leche, between two almond cookies dipped in either milk or white chocolate. Those are phenomenal. I've had them. You've had them. Yes. So I don't know what it is, but that is the number one ranked of all. Of all uh, in-flight snacks. So I don't know what you're flying. 
Ed, do you know what, you, what airline you're flying? It's American. American airline? I don't know. They, they weren't ranked in the top five. No, so. I don't think they will be. Right now, it's time for the confessional, and it's brought to you by All Saints Cigars. Is it time? It is. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? So looking at my confessions, and I have a list of them here, uh, this is the perfect one. So uh, I ate milk bone dog biscuits as a kid. and Who hasn't? Really? Everybody's tried like on a dare. But I liked them. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. Did you I, take them to school? I didn't snack? take them, but I liked them. And I think of them still to this day of I liked them. Is there something wrong with that? This is not a confessional. It, it would only be wrong if you bought him at the supermarket on the way home because he doesn't. He's not a consumer. He no, go I, prob- I probably shopping. ate the dog's dog treats, <laughs> and he was probably blamed for eating the dog treats of what it is. But they were milk bone dog biscuits, and I liked what they taste like. Hey, give, give me a paw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it healthy? Is that a healthy snack? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, it's a, it's adjacent to refuse. It was good for my teeth. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> the butt plug, I thought, was good. <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> A little bit of penance. Well, here's some penance. He's an animal is what he is. <laughs> oh, jeez. You're an animal. For your penance, you must buy and smoke one full box of All Saint cigars this week. Uh, Cappy C says it'll keep your pelt healthy. So My is pelt. your hair looking really good when you were young? I don't know. Shiny it's, coat? I still got it. You're bald. Well, his beard <laughs> His beard seems to be growing fine. He didn't shave that this morning. I so Because I was afraid. I didn't want the, the cold weather to hurt my skin. Call yourself a man. You son of a bitch, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is the fastest fast food restaurant in the airport? Uh, or it can be uh, top drive-throughs, the fastest and the slowest. I have the top ten. You got Sabaros. They got the pre-sliced pizza. You grab those for a couple bucks. Nope, because you got to wait in line for a long period of time. So you got you're probably thinking it's probably best to go to the drive-through. Now, do you get to to subtract the amount of time you're in line if you'd be in line anyway? So, like, you go to a Starbucks, you're going to wait in line for your coffee while you're there. You get a quick snack. Boom. Now, it's the whole, I have the top 10, and it's the whole overtaking. For instance, um, Chick-fil-A has the longest drive-through lines in America, and it's going to take you 509.1 seconds to get through Chick-fil-A. So you got to really want it because 509 seconds, I don't know what that comes out to minutes. It sounds like it's, yeah, like 10 minutes of doing it where you can go to Wendy's, and it's 430.7 seconds to get through. So I want you to think that way. Number nine is Wendy's 430 seconds. 
How can you have Wendy's twice? Oh, I got Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, McDonald's. Okay. McDonald's is 410 seconds to get through. So this is going to determine where do you, you want to go on the ride home today of which one of these, Mr. Jonathan? McDonald's, 410. Burger King, you can get it faster. I don't think it's as good, but it's 362 seconds to get a meal. Six minutes. You got anything coming up? No, real I expected Taco Hell to be somewhere near the top. They're quick. Ah, there we go. So Arby's, 356 seconds, followed by Carl's Jr. We don't have any of those nah. around here. Uh, 346 seconds. Dunkin' Donuts. That can be hell. That sometimes it's ridiculous, and I leave. I leave. Yeah, I don't yeah. even get online. No. Yeah. Too long. Yeah, I'm gone. Uh, they say 328 seconds, which is... That's got to be five minutes. Yeah, 300 yeah. is five you minutes. You can't wait five minutes to get a coffee? No, I can't. I no. can't do it. Hardee's, we don't have those around here either. 322 seconds. Now, there you are. Taco Bell, 317.7 seconds is number two for the fastest. And fast is important. Is what? it? It is. There's a reason why it's so fast. It's You're getting the, lower quality as you get faster. Well, and it's, it says that Chick-fil-A, despite their poor showing, um, that um, they scored the highest in customer satisfaction. So you're willing to wait 509 mm-hmm. seconds. Maybe you are. I'm not. Uh, there's, a, there's a Chick-fil-A that went down here. I've only had Chick-fil-A one time, and they've been here probably a year. Each time I look at the line, more, I go, no, no friggin' way. More than a year by a fair margin. Yeah. I'm not willing to do it. But what do you think the number one fastest fast food is? It has to be like KFC or Popeye's. Boom. There's a fat guy right there, and he knows it's KFC because they obviously have it made already, and then they just do it. Yeah, they got it under the warmers. Yeah. So uh, it's awesome, right? So that is um, the uh, the fastest fast food and important. Um, quickest place to eat off the plane? It's you get off the plane? Do you do you, do you go no, for a? F- I typically don't. No, front end load before you go to yeah. the dinner. You, yeah, you wouldn't understand this no. whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I could you? see grabbing a Cinnabon. Cinnabon's the smell would draw you right yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, or a hot dog, one of those hot dog mm-hmm. things, something quick. I, there's no question in my mind that I'm eating more calories. I'm pushing 3,000 calories a day right now. There's no way you guys are eating that many calories. Oh, you're crazy. You're trying to lose weight. You couldn't lose weight. You're not in a caloric deficit at that point. That's the problem is calories, I think. Yeah, you got to get yourself <laughs> below probably 2,500. Yeah, that's what a calorie. Yeah. So anyway, early thoughts here on it. Mine went out because I've been talking too much. It is the 10th anniversary champagne by Perdomo. It's the little Purito. A lot less spice than in his regular champagne line, and mm-hmm. probably because he's got to reduce the amount of Lajero to get this thinner ring gauge. Maybe no Lajero. To be able to burn. Still, Correct. Still got some strength. It's got some strength, a lot of flavor. Uh I, I need to, uh, a little need to sour, revisit this. A little sourdough taste to it. Mm. I could see that. But I'll, I'll definitely have a couple tins of these in my backpack. Going to the Perdomo. Oh, yeah. So you're going to the Perdomo factory, but you bring a Perdomo with you. Are you bringing anybody else's brand with you? Uh, yes, but not to the factory. You know, it'll have to stay in my hotel room. But on night one, you got to bring your own cigars. Really? Oh, yes, because you're not at the right, at right, the correct hotel, and you you will smoke other people's brands there. 
I think I might. I'm going to recommend against that. You think I'll get caught? Yeah. Yeah. He, well, has, he has people watching for stuff He'll like be that. there himself. He's flying with you, right? He said he's on the same flight I am. Yeah, I would um, cautiously. So you, you don't think even pack anything else? You can pack something, but I wouldn't, br- I, you know, if you're smoking in your room or something, but yeah. I would leave that out. Just, <laughs> am I the only one that was checking his boots for scorpions and shit just to make sure nothing got on my do, boots? I do, I do. I was scared to death of that. Yeah. I, I always put a towel in front, of, uh, in front of the door. door. Yeah. And then I shake my thing out before I put it in there. You don't want to be. How are you with uh, tepid to cold showers? Because the the heating mechanism on the shower is Mm -hmm. a, um, it's like a a heater for your coffee when you're poor. (laughs) And it's around the neck of the shower. So it heats the pipe. And then the cold water from 200 feet down comes through the pipe. It never gets. To even, I mean, what do you think? Sixty degrees? Or? No way! No, no it's like forty-seven <laughs> degrees. Huh. It's a cold shower, but it's so hot there; it feels good. I don't like that. You don't like a cold shower? No. It's you, hot. To, you can you, run it for a while, and it warms up a bit. You get in, you get wet, you get out, you soap up, you get in, and you just rinse as fast as you can. And I recommend only soaping up the parts that are really foul. <laughs> Did it really just, matter? So you got to do a sniff test first. Yeah, you know, put your fingers somewhere and just see. see how it is. All right, let's go to break. And when we come back, we have letters in the mailbox, a prize to give away, and lots more. We can light another cigar up if we need to because we are ready for that. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, stick around. We'll be right back. We are live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience. 
experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, and uh, Ed's going on a trip. So we're talking about uh, smoking, when you go away, and what do you eat. And uh, it's a concern. You're going to be fine at the Perdomo. The food is actually very, oh very good. Oh, my God, is it fantastic. Even you can eat it? Yes. There's wow. lots of options. It's like a big buffet. Hey, Sullivan, I recommend the eggs because they are the most orange yolk you've ever seen (laughs) in your life. And right outside the host hotel is a lemon tree that has lemons the size of cantaloupes. you got to get one and eat it. It's like eating an orange. Really? Oh, my God. Do you know what the hotel is? Is it Los Arcos? I don't remember. It's like a motel type of thing. Yeah. It's... Indoor, in indoor, outdoor courtyard. You come out of your room and you're outdoors, but you're yeah, indoors. That might be Los Arcos. Hmm. Was the bed hard as a rock? <clears throat> I don't remember. <laughs> it just reminded me of something out of the Flintstones. It's absolutely I no give. I stripped the bed all the way down, checked for spiders, scorpions, yep, yep, beetles, made the bed again, got in, tucked the blankets underneath myself. Yeah. yeah. No, the food's good. The food is outstanding. And you can smoke just about everywhere except for when you see when they're they're doing the cigar boxes. Box factory, bad. But he will tell you, and you'll be at the front of the line anyways, but he'll say, this is the only place you can't smoke. Hmm. Because it'll blow blow up. It's a a serious problem. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to keep that in mind. Yeah, but food-wise, you're going to be good. But I remember going on some trips – Little peanut butter crackers. Oh, I you take always with me. bring those. 
just something for, of emergencies, and I certainly needed them before that I refused to eat the food that was there, and then I'd go in the room at night and have a little Yeah, there's thing nothing wrong with the food at that. Uh, no, that no. Is Chef Charlie going with you? No. Okay. Chef's a working man. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're collecting your, your uh, Social Security? Not yet. Oh, really? It's, no, this year. Okay. I can't wait. All right. All right. Maybe I'll buy more cigars with that. That'd be a, a cigar budget. <laughs> so security becomes cigar budget. All right. Yeah? That seems fair. Right. I like that. <laughs> I like it, too. All right, we got a prize to give away, Mr. Jonathan. Last, uh, last time for this prize next week, we have a, a new prize pack. All right. Now, I have to imagine that with the, the lighter, the baseball cap, and the coffee mug all adorned with the H. Upman logo, who yes. is the sponsor for the segment, yes. that it would be messed up to put the lotion in the coffee cup. No. So the lotion has to be located either in the hat or in the lighter. I think in the I think it squirts out when you press the button. Yeah, it's like a trick lighter. So, so yeah. it's not a lighter, it's a it's a lotion distributor. Right. Distribution, distribution network? Yeah. I don't know. So if, it, if you're not careful, you end up with lotion all over your cigar. Or if you're careful, you end up with lotion all <laughs> over your cigar. The <clears throat> following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com and Tony writes, "Good morning." Cigar Authority. Wanted to first thank you for a great show. I discovered the Cigar Authority during the pandemic, and you guys truly helped me get through. While I'm not a live viewer and I catch the show via podcast, I look forward every week to the banter between Dave, Barry, Ed, and Mr. J, and the great information and lessons, and the after show, and the ash holes. Now, he's Whoa. done a lot wow. of kissing ass here. So now he's got a shit on us. Well, yeah. there's a but. But, yeah. yeah. That said, I do have to nitpick with Barry. Oh. When you're introducing the cigars of the week, you say that the cigar is a, the single is X dollars and a box of 20 is Y dollars, which comes out to Z dollars per cigar. And that is a savings of so many dollars off the box price. Off the single it's price. Correct. It is not actually ah. a savings off the box price. The box price actually reflects the savings. Off the single price. Semantics, I know, but I figured that Mr. J would appreciate if a listener wrote in to bust someone else's balls once in a while. Also, a plus one for the Vertigo Intimidator lighter. Loving that patented Vertigo big-ass tank, and that lighter is a beast. And yes, oatmeal sucks. See, I like this email for two reasons. It shits on Barry. And it shits on your breakfast choice every day. Leave you completely alone. I'm so. clean. All right, <laughs> you're clean. We'll sounds see how like, he does. Sounds like you have a sounds crush. Like a, sounds like a loser to me. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> Tony. Okay. All right. Box so. right, but that's good. You learn something, and now you straighten that out. Yeah, no, we'll leave it the same. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bob writes through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I really enjoyed last week's episode of The Cigar Authority, where you discussed new cigar-related terms for the Urban Dictionary. All right. I reimagined a few that you discussed on the oh, show. Oh, okay, good. A better word for the slobber cutter would be the slut cutter, because it really gets around spreading untold oral disease. Yes, it's gross, <laughs> but it's also the slut cutter. Mm. Not bad. It's not bad at all. Not bad. The word unicorn makes me think of a mythical animal that is non-existent. I don't think it should be used for hard-to-find cigars, as they are existential. I'll bet Mr. <laughs> J screwed up the pronunciation of existential while stabbing the word with his finger. 
Nice second try, though. <laughs> he's got his hands. He's sitting on his hands. I fucking and he prepared. practiced the three. <laughs> Double checked with Ed. Am I saying this shit right? Uh, better use for the term would be for cigars that have been marketed but never released, just like the Arturo Fuente and Padron mm. collaboration. So that would be the unicorn because that cigar exist. Yes. will never exist. It's a good point. Yep. That's good. So, Bob, that's good, too. Well, both of them actually fixed our... Mistakes. They're helping us. They're helping us. You're not going to like this one, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a third and last, which means you're picking This it. is the one I'm picking. Barry's not going to like it either. Oh, so no. this oh, is... I love it. And he loves it. I love it. following message was submitted by Jacob through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. The subject line is ball busting, a question, and a show idea. You have to decide which one's which. Okay. <laughs> good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Before I start, let me take care of some house cleaning. Mr. Jonathan, if you put on 50 pounds of muscle, the swelling is going to force you out of the closet. <laughs> oh, oh, there's more. Barry, if you lose 50 pounds, you're going to go down to a double D. <laughs> still a bit more than a handful so i'm still in jacob writes all right give it to me <laughs> dave keep it up you're gonna feel great either way all of you stay the course you have admirable goals next i'd like to thank all of you um i like to think of you all as the cheers cast dave you're sam by default ed is coach barry is norm and mr jonathan is a slightly smarter cliff your guests are the Fraser. All you guys are missing is Diane. Now for my question. What is the best way to convince a local brick and mortar to start carrying Romacraft products? There's the question. Romacraft is a great cigar because it's a full-bodied cigar at a low Very price. reasonable price. Which is what your full-bodied customers are looking for. That whatever the, then again, the, the brick and mortar store may say, well, why give him an option on a low price cigar? He has nothing mm. but his only choices are higher mm. end, so he'll end up going down. But you don't know the customer you don't have. Correct. You don't realize right. that, uh, or that guy comes in and buys a single cigar from you and then buys a box of Roma Craft online. So, you know, you, brick and mortar guys, it, it's funny. That how they think sometimes that they're, they're saving their business and they're hurting their business in the long run. So here's something that uh, I have a couple of uh, customers that are looking for us to carry specific brands. And what they do is they pony up some money up front and they ask for a special order. At the point that they've ordered it two or more times. That's not going to happen, though, with Romacraft. They're not going to do it, right? Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. I mean, it, uh, wouldn't you want to get your foothold in the door? Knowing that this is the ploy, so the customer special orders a box, and the, the brick and mortar orders it. Then the second time, and now okay, we should probably keep a couple boxes of these on hand. And then there's there's your you order. Open the box, maybe that's that's one thought. But you, you know, I know there's lots of companies out there. You know, let them. They're supporting their brick and mortar store that supports them and carries mm. a lot of their brands, as opposed to just the cherry on top, right? So somebody wants plus to send a wrap in and all this stuff, and the guy says, yeah, send me a box of something. That's an a box of anything. You, mm. You're in or you're out. Especially since you don't have uh, an existing account. Like if they were already carrying intemperance, 
right. and you wanted Neanderthal. Yeah, then one box. They, right. Yeah. But they're not carrying a brand at all. Yeah. You know, some companies won't send just that one box. Yeah, most, I'd mm. say. Maybe some of the big guys that they don't care and they don't um, really support the brick-and-mortar retailer. But the, those that do support, you know, would rather them buy from, you know. And how about some guy that down the street from them is a store that carries the whole line and this guy's looking to give the guy a deal or something and buy the one box from him or something like that and say, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm. We're going to get into that in a couple of weeks of, you know, what can a um, manufacturer do to support their brick and mortar? And that, that's a perfect example mm-hmm. of it that, you know, I wouldn't like it if the um, convenience store down the street ended up ordering a box of something for my customer because he's willing to sell it to him cheaper for him. Right. I just order it when the guy wants it or something. Um, but that's that's that. So you got Tony that says uh, the box priced uh, thing that Barry says is wrong. It's amazing that me and you sitting here listening to him do it wrong each time. Never. No, no. There's a there's a decoy, a little red it's herring that he why. does. Yeah, he I'm says why a box, on that. and then I can't hear anything else after that. Okay, it's, it's so fucking wrong yeah. that I can't <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Okay, and then we got Bob that. Um, I don't know what Bob said. He said the slut cutter is oh, the slut cutter, slut cutter. Yeah. which it's actually good. is a good one. It, make, yeah. it makes more sense. And I think if you said, no, you can use the slut cutter right there, I think people would be like, you know what? I'm just going to buy a cutter. I don't want to know why that's called the slut cutter. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, uh, and then you got Jacobs, which, which you like. So Bob gets my vote. Bob gets yours, which is the slut, slut cutter. cutter. Slut cutter, Bob. I'm going to have to go with Mr. J on this one. I mean, the guy's in with both Barry and I. We could have a threesome, and then Barry can stop telling his ridiculous Morgan Fairchild story. <laughs> you see a lot of people posting yeah. it's her birthday or it's something. It's her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Big event. Yeah. We'll send her a basket of SoCo. If you're not on MeWe, the funniest stuff happens on Well, that was on uh, Friends of the Cigar Authority oh, on really? Facebook. Yeah. Oh, all right. I laughed it a lot. It was on MeWe, too. Yeah, I think it was uh, a buddy Brett that posted it. Oh, really? Yeah. I laughed out loud. That mm. was funny. Roll Dukes with all the different pictures of her, all the different pictures of Morgan Fairchild. Roll Duke says why a box is no different than subscribe. Yes, subscribe is in the Urban Dictionary. Uh, and why why a box is no. not? Why a box is not? So <laughs> so it's still wrong. All right, I think I'm more hip. So I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, Jacob is going to take it, right? Well, who you vote for? It doesn't matter. Mm. You and Ed Sullivan All said right. too, so I'm I'm out of what I said. Chubby Chaser Jacob, you got a prize coming to you, buddy. Okay, in the after show, it's going to be interesting. We're going to talk about why there is uh, tax on cigars, especially little cigars uh, that we We're have. We're going to talk about why or while? Why? Why? <laughs> okay. Why? And uh, you may be surprised. You're going to learn something. Right. There's going to be something to, to learn on the after show this week. So, uh, hey, Barry, yeah. question for you. Yeah. Do you think there's anybody in the chat room that would be mad that I have this? I already shared it to uh, the MeWees to make <laughs> some people jealous. Uh, but yeah, the uh, okay. Rojas uh, breakfast taco. Yes, which, which is, is coming out the end of the month at TPE. Uh, Dave got a couple samples from the rep, and uh, he was nice enough to gift them to both me and Ed Sullivan. Yeah. (laughs) And Barry. So this is a future quick hitter. Yes. Yes. That has a very erect nipple on it. Yes, it has a perky nipple. And I I did just. It's a perky nip. 
I did just light the nipple, and yeah. it was fine. Awesome. I'm going to do the same. So that is going to be, from what I understand, around the $6 mark. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how long it's going to last you guys to smoke it, but it, I would say it's a little smaller, those that are listening to the show, than a Toro Fuente short story. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a short story, but maybe a little smaller. Tapers yeah. more at the end. Yeah. It, it's somewhere between a mad minnow and a short story. Yes. Yes. And Jonathan, So it's a mad story? There you go. <laughs> Jonathan lit up the... United Cigar Pencil. Pencil. Huh. Makes his fingers look thin. Er. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Thinner. Not really, no. No, your still... fingers look fat. I'm going to have to go do some laps around the building. <laughs> yeah. All right, Once let... it warms up above 10. Let's get to the classic three-way, and that's brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Ed Sullivan, are you still the champion? I think he yeah. is, yeah. Still. Still. Undefeated since December 31st. That's correct. And I have seven questions. I was thinking of going six and one tiebreaker. But you haven't been on tiebreakers this year. I haven't. So what should I do? Seven. Seven. Seven it is. Okay. Ed, Facebook is founded today. The social network service currently has over a billion active users. It went online today. What year was that? 2000 and oh, went online today. This is before it's generally available to the public. 2002. 2002, he says. I got 2008. 2008. I got 2003. Three will take it. It's four. So Barry comes out with one. 2004. Hmm. On to Mr. Jonathan. George Washington is elected as the first president of the United States. First U.S. Electoral College. And George Washington as president and John Adams as vice president. It happened today. Let's see how your your U.S. history goes there. I'm going to go with 1776. 1776, he says. I know 1776 was substantial for some reason. 1783. 1783. I had 82. 82. 83 will take it. It's 89. Barry has a concussion. He does. Two points for Barry. None for anybody else, and it's up to Barry. Born today, Alice Cooper, American singer-songwriter and actor. How is he an actor? Must have been in a movie? Must have been. That's that's what it says anyway. Alice Cooper's birthday is the same as Nick Perdomo's (laughs) birthday. But he was born before Nick in 1947. Well, it was Barry's chance. Yeah, it's but, Barry's uh, turn. 49 and a half. 49, 47. 31. 31. 
Ed Sullivan will take it. He says 47. It was 48. Wow, he looks How terrible close. for his age. He looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he always looked terrible. On to Ed Sullivan. All right. Wings releases the single, Maybe I'm Amazed, and Rumors, 11th studio album by Fleetwood Mac, is released. Uh, Rumors and Maybe I'm Amazed both come out at the same day, same time, today. 1976? 76, he says. I have 72. 72? I have 76 as well. 76 for a point for both of you is at 77. You're oh so close, and Maybe I'm Amazed. <laughs> That's Ed Sullivan gets one, and Barry gets one. Three for Barry, two for Ed. Mr. Jonathan, as usual, zero. And on to Mr. Jonathan. Studio 54 holds its grand closing party. Could you ask a question that happened during my lifetime just once? <laughs> this is history. Classic day in history. Cla Studio 21 holds its grand closing party on its last night of business today. What year was that? Uh, it had to be. It was after Disco Sucks. Uh, I'm going to say 1984. 84. 88. 88. I had 85. 85. Everybody is over. 1980. Oh. 1980. Didn't last long. No, it's uh, Barry has three. Ed has two. I have two questions left. Over to Barry. Died today. Died today. Liberace. American singer, pianist, actor. This is a layup for Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Liberace died today. What year was that? Uh, uh, May 2001. 2001-2001. 1996-96-1964-1984. I knew Mr. Jonathan was going to get that. I don't know why. We have one question left. Barry has three. Ed has two. Jonathan has one. You need this to tie. Right. And then I win if I tie. Yep. You do. Who, whose turn is it? Ed Sullivan's. Ed Sullivan. Baseball's Hall of Fame Board of Directors votes 12-0 to zero to bar Pete Rose due to him betting on the game while a player and manager, the day that they voted 12 to 0 to oh. bar Pete Rose from this, the Baseball this is Hall of Fame. a very kind of question. It is, it is. I, I thought you'd be ahead and he'd uh, have a chance to come back. Fuck. 1987. 87. And 1983. 83. 91. Two points for Barry. We have a See, new winner. You gave it to him. I, again, <laughs> I told you how I played it out. I thought you'd be but ahead. You I had some you music didn't tell stuff me in there. You were going to give a Barry gimme. I would have tried harder. And you would have said, "Don't have a tiebreaker," but you still would have lost, right? Yeah. If there was no tiebreaker, I'm a loser. Barry is the champion. You won't be here next week. No, have him checked out medically because <laughs> <laughs> there's so, something going on. So if Barry, yeah, Barry's here. You're not. Yeah. So it's you, better. Yeah, you'll come back next week, and there'll be a champion, whoever it is, and you beat them. What are you doing here? This is Lincoln. <laughs> Did it? Barry stepping on some shit over there. <laughs> the cord's coming out. All right. I like it, though. We have the a trophy? Stroke. Yeah, it's just the trophy. Well, but. the blinking is kind of fun. Yeah? Does it have that option to blink? <laughs> <laughs> I 
hanging on the wall. Well, and you just stand there and plug it in and unplug it. People say, what the hell is that thing going? But the, So you have a, uh email or two to say? Do you want to say sure. something? Yeah, we can uh, rip through a couple of short ones here. Uh, Carl writes through the Contact Us page. You forgot a couple of Urban Dictionary terms on last week's show. Uh, the P in the V. First, you cut the V cut. Then you go back in and punch the center of the V cut, and that means you put the P in the V. <laughs> would, would it work? Would it work? You could put now, the P in the V. He sure. also says that you got a scab picker. Somebody who picks the cap with their finger. Yes. Scab picker. Yeah. That's now, good. Peeing in the V makes the cigar taste like a lemon pie. Then you've got... It's an urban dictionary reference. Oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> the chubby chaser. Someone who prefers big ring gauge cigars. Yeah, that's good. The chubby chaser. All yeah. right, those are all good. Yeah. Those are all good. Did better than me and Barry did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one shits on me. Uh, hello, all. And Mr. J, I laughed out loud with the Nair info and Mr. J using it on his ball bag. <laughs> it made me think about the true meaning of a silk purse. Look it up. Love the show. <laughs> Don't won't be looking that up. Uh, <laughs> look at there goes Barry. He never went so fast in all his life. <laughs> Uh, there was one other one. The act of pulling the scrotum skin over the tip of the penis. Huh. <laughs> that was in a movie, right? That was in the, in the movie um, Waiters. Don't know that. No, one. that was the Batwing. That's a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jaden writes. Uh, I'm new to cigars and frequently frequently listen to podcasts while I work. First, I stumbled across the Ash Holes, and then on to the Cigar Authority. I listened to quite a few episodes, at least 22 hours worth. Oh, God. And I've heard Jonathan say, stick the lid end in your mouth, and I did just that. (laughs) Other than the taste of burnt human tongue, I tasted a very indescribable flavor of hatred for the saying. I'm starting to wonder if it has any weight loss effects, and Jonathan has been secretly sticking lit ends in his mouth with every cigar he smokes. Anybody who smokes cigars on the regular has done it once, right? Yep. It took me over 20 years. Really? But it did end up happening. Yeah, it happens. It happens. All right, that is it. Uh, we enjoyed little cigars. Uh, we, we helped Ed Sullivan out a little, but he's a pro. He, know, he knows what to do. And uh, have a great trip. All right, I'll, I'll be careful with non-Perdomo. We, we won't see you on the ash holes, and we won't see you on the Cigar Authority. You'll but be I'll be back for the big press event. Yes, on uh, February 14th Day. at 2 p.m. Eastern. All right, good. Uh, next week, cigars for special occasions. We are going to name the occasion and pick the perfect cigar for each and every occasion. Uh, and then uh, we, we, we will possibly hear from Ed Sullivan. Maybe you'll, you'll check in. Is that on, possible? On which day? Saturday. Uh, it's you know, possible. the day of the show. It's possible. Well, it could have meant Tuesday. Yeah. Depending where you are, you'll probably be landing in Miami. I will not have left. Oh, really? Okay, it's possible. We'll see if we can catch him. If not, you'll tell us everything when we come back from your trip to Nicaragua. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. 
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinion.